Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Wes Hoffman. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. Uh, I am having a great day. It's Friday right now. Um, this episode was recorded earlier this week, and uh, I'm getting, I'm here in the studio. I'm editing it. I'm publishing it. Um, yeah, and this episode's with my buddy, Johnny Wayner, and uh, he's a good friend of mine. We met a couple of years ago uh, at my good friend Dylan, his show uh, in Edwardsville, Illinois, and uh, yeah, we just found out that we had a lot in common, and we began talking and hanging out, and uh, now we're playing music together. He's going to be playing in my band, uh, Wes Hoffman and Friends. And yeah, you know, this this is just, uh, <laughs> this podcast, it's, it's going to be interesting because it's taking a little bit of a turn, I think, for the better of just, uh, you know, you're probably going to hear me repeat this a lot of just uh, being authentic, being genuine, uh, uh, and just being real and talking about stuff and not trying to be anything that I'm not. And I think when you're trying to be something, when you feel like you're putting on some kind of avatar or hat or image, you're, or you're trying to live up to some kind of image, that is exactly what I don't want. Um, I, I would be lying if I said I was not guilty of that before. Um, not that I, I think we're all guilty of that in some way. We put on different masks, we wear different hats, whatever euphemism you want to call it. But I'm really just trying to bring this back to basics and be like, hey, this is me and my friends hanging out and uh, there's no frills about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to have some bigger, uh, more, uh, I don't even want to say bigger. I'm going to have my friends on and people that I want to be my friends. So that's what this podcast is going to be about. And this episode is with uh, Johnny. He's an awesome dude. Uh, you can follow him online. His personal Instagram is at jwehner95. It's J-W-E-H-N-E-R 95. Um, and you can also follow his, uh, his music project, which is, which is Left Out Emo. Left is with no E, so it's L-F-T Emo. Uh, L-F-T Out Emo. <laughs> and then Left Out Apparel Co. So it's uh, uh, no E in left. Just remember that. And uh, yeah, I, I just really appreciate you guys tuning into, into this. I felt like this was a phenomenal conversation. We talked for over an hour. And we could have kept going for a really long time. And we bounced around from talking about mental health to veganism and vegetarianism to music uh, to a little bit of spirituality, uh, all of this stuff that we're into. And this is really literally and just about friendship and being authentic. And that's really just an example of Johnny and I's friendship. Um, he's a little bit younger than me. And so it's but it's been cool that uh we've been able to be so open and honest with each other. And when you're open and honest with people like that, that creates vulnerability. It create when you, when you are vulnerable, you cre- you're creating intimacy and you're creating a bond in a friendship. So it's when you don't have that intimacy and you start lying to people and you start keeping things from people that you begin, you begin to come become disconnected from people. So uh, Johnny and I have always been in the two years that we've been friends. We've always been very, uh, like open and honest and vulnerable and just real with each other. And that was why I wanted to have him be one of the first guests on this podcast. And he's going to be a regular, uh, <laughs> he's going to be a regular guest. Uh, I've, I've mentioned a couple of times that there's going to be like a cast of characters on this show. And that's what probably the first couple of months are going to be is just um, introducing this cast of characters. So, so far we've got 
Hez Retinue, which is my friend Justin Untersay. So we've got Hez, we've got Jacob, and um, we've got Johnny. And soon we're going to throw my good friend Dylan into the mix too. So uh, that's coming up here this weekend. So thank you guys so much for listening. Give, give Johnny a follow. Um, if you like this podcast, please share. Uh, just spread the word. It, it, that's that's all that it's about is just spreading the word. I'm not I'm not. If you don't want to, I don't give a shit. That's fine. <laughs> but if you want to help out in some way, uh, I'm I'm just saying, share this on your Instagram, share it on your Twitter, give me a shout out, I'll reshare it, uh, and that will help me out. So, uh, and if if you need me to help you out in some way, just hit me up. So, thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy this episode with Johnny Weiner. That's what this uh, whole podcast is about. Is just, um, it's recording. By the way, <laughs> sweet. It's just about you know, man. I didn't want to this year like doing the podcast and everything. I didn't want to like really put on any kind of avatar with it or like. I just wanted to be me and my friends talking. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because I feel like I enjoy talking to my friends. Yeah, absolutely. I like that concept. <laughs> Because, you know, you always, I feel like the last couple of years, like, it, it's, I feel like we live in this culture now where, like, everything is kind of branded as, like, a thing. Right. You know, you can't just, it's weird, almost like, you can't just, like, have an Instagram page. And like, it has to be like, well, what is this about? What are you talking about? What are your themes? It's like, for me, I, I right. feel like I've gone too far deep into it where it's like, it's hard for me to do that sometimes. and Just be like, this is me and what I'm doing and... Like, I'm not pushing anything right now. You know what yeah. I mean? I'll feel that way, too, like, just with Instagram or with anything like that. You just, you you can't just put shit out there. It's all got to be related. Yeah, but, absolutely, dude. Which is weird because it all is related. It's all shit you like, so. It's true. It's true. It's like, that's kind of like the whole point of why we're on there. It's like. Right. Um, I feel like less and less, like, social media is not as get, getting as, um. You know, when when Facebook first started in MySpace, like, you would follow your friends. Right. And now you can follow Arnold Schwarzenegger if you want right. to. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. It's, like, it's really it's really become just a, such a strange thing. Jenny and I were actually saying that we want to, um, with the wild, I mean, okay, you know, she actually gets on me sometimes because, like, I'll want to avoid looking at things like the Australian wildfires and, like, politics and these things that are happening in the world because mm-hmm. I want to focus on the positive. Yeah. Uh, but she's like, but you can't deny that like difficult things like this are happening in the world, you know, and it's a good, I don't know. It's a good reminder. Right. A good reminder of how like good we have it here. Like in our, like, you know, even just in our experience and in our reality, like it just, yeah, it's really easy for that stuff to seem like it's just a total, like a whole world away. Like, it yeah. Yeah. I mean, but at the same time though, like right here, right now in this reality, that stuff, kind of really doesn't exist for us like yeah you know? so i guess it is, it is kind of easy to to do that but at the same time i guess you got to be aware of the like the collective and as a whole overall because ultimately we contribute to it so yeah it's true no dude you're totally right i i i need that reminder like more and more often i think to about that in this moment the things that like 
we were just talking about this earlier. Yeah. We had yeah. like the best conversation ever earlier with that. Yeah. And, we... and it wasn't recording. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's how um, it goes. But uh, yeah, about how it's so, it's so easy to think, you know, now I have this new job and I'll be in a meeting or something and I'll be thinking about when I get out of this meeting, I need to make this phone call. And after this phone call, I have another phone call. And it's like when you just focus in on what's happening in the moment, you can actually do your best. Right. And uh, so, I mean, doing your best is a good thing, you know, like focusing the, the best on what's in front of you, but also all that other stuff just doesn't exist in that moment. Like, but we have all these things that we're like tied to all the time, like our bank account and our commitments that we've made to other people. And it's like, I don't know. It's weird how it's, it's pretty, really hard to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have a problem with just whenever I'm sitting somewhere, it's not that I'm really thinking about, I don't know, the next thing that I have to go do. I just, I just get lost in thought a lot. Yeah. Just random stuff pops into my head and like, you just go on these, like, like these thought trains. It's almost like you're on Wikipedia and you know, you cl- you click on the next link yeah, and you just go on like <laughs> Wikipedia explorations. <laughs> I used to have a really bad problem with that, but that's basically how my brain works. Oh like, dude. <laughs> so many of those sites, Reddit is like that. Yeah. One, I won't go on Reddit just because I'll go down a rap. YouTube is like that. Like, yep. I'll just go on rabbit holes. Uh, and even on Instagram, I'll start looking at stuff that I like, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I loved the turtles when I was growing up. I just like, I love looking at stuff like that and comic book stuff and punk rock stuff. And before you know it, you're like so deep into this rabbit hole of stuff. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, how did I even get here? I've been looking at my phone for 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, right. When you, um, it's, it's just, yeah, I think it's so easy to get your intentions lost. Yeah, I would do that with uh, like uh, history. A lot of the, a lot of stuff with history. Like if I'm reading about some historical event, I'll go on Wikipedia and they'll be like, "It's related to this person or this event." I'm like, "Oh, I've never heard of that before." And I'll click on it and they'll take yeah, me to a different yeah. page. <laughs> and then that's that's basically how I've acquired this massive, just useless knowledge about like history, you know, conflicts, oh, politics, dude. all that shit. So I, I I do that with different shows that we watch. Like Jenny and I watch that Bohemian Rhapsody about Queen and yeah. Freddie Mercury, and yeah. I kept constantly wanting to pull up. Uh, Queen and Freddie Mercury and Brian May on Wikipedia Dude, to like that, read about it while I was yep. watching the movie. It's so weird Same. how we do that. Uh huh. Yeah, I def- I feel that too. Same yeah. thing. You, I would love to. I'm looking forward to having you, uh, you and Jacob on because he has he has told me the same thing that like he just gets lost in thought all the oh, time. Oh yeah, and just kind of like. And it distracts him from different stuff that he's like trying to do, and yep. um, and yeah, and he's a big history buff too. Sweet, yeah, he was a history major. So, gotcha. I'm sure he, <laughs> he knows a lot more than me. I just kind of know. I've just done some little bit of research. Yeah, him, but dude, it's fun. It's like a cool. It's I mean, it's interesting to hear about how we got to this point, right? It really is. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, dude, how are you liking uh, coming down to the studio? I know it's transformed recently. <laughs> the, I love this space. Like, I, just, <laughs> it's it's awesome. It's a super like you know, it almost has like its own energy to it. Like, it oh, really thank does. you, dude. Yeah. yeah, like even your office space. Like, you just like walk in and like, I I feel that I really believe that about like just like spaces in general. Like, um, at my old place, I uh, had like my space like in the basement or whatnot, and. Uh, all I would basically do down there is like sleep, read, or meditate. That's all I would do in that space. 
And it's almost like just doing those things in that space created a sort of, it really created like an energy in that space. So anytime I walked in there, I was instantly in that mindset where, yeah. it, where you wanted to do something like productive for yourself That's or awesome. be creative or, or I don't know if it was really a creative place because I didn't write really many songs or anything like that down there. It was more or less just like a self-development space. Mm-hmm. You get in that, at that space and it would just, it would just make you want to be better. Yeah. It was weird. It's, it's, I think it's cool. Like you got, you got, you hit the nail on the head. If that's a place where you go and you're doing those productive things and working on yourself, then like your body and your mind are almost conditioned to like, Oh, I'm in this space. I should create or I should yeah, like work on myself. I should do something. Or you like are kind of brought back to that same headspace that you were in when you're there normally. Right. Yeah. I feel that way with here. Like, um, encapsulated studios <laughs> shout out. Yep. Uh, this place is sick for sure. <laughs> This has been, like, so many people have been in and out of here over the years, too. Now, like, I've been here for four years, and Corey and I had this place for a uh, little over, like, probably three and a half. I've probably, I've, I've been here just a little bit longer. Um, uh, but I, I kept it around because I, I moved out of my office now, 100%. Yeah. And I, like, wanted a space. I knew I was going to want a space to, like, play my music as loud as I could for us to practice and then also just for it to be a fun place for to like hang out and you know yeah. now we have a nice this nice couch in here and it's like and the video games and everything and I really want to do like <laughs> some night I would love for like everybody in the West Hoffman and Friends band you know yeah but Dylan and maybe Matt and Allie if she wants to come over and Jay, yeah and like we could all just hang out and play video games and like uh, I want to get a mini fridge for in here and like, so we can have beer and yeah, uh, I've got, I, uh, have one from when I was, oh, nice. uh, uh, moved in living in the dorms in college and it's just sitting in my parents' basement, not being used. Oh so dude, that's awesome. Maybe I'll just snag that. And put it <laughs> out. Uh, dude, that'd be sick. I, uh, I left like a half a, like a gallon or half a gallon of milk and like back in there, um, back when I wasn't vegan, just putting that out there. I'm, <laughs> vegan, guys. I'm that guy. <laughs> but uh <laughs> back but, then hey, you live your truth man yeah that's back then i'm all uh, about it too yeah not being vegan bit me in the ass uh back then because i left a half gallon of milk in there over christmas break which was like a month and you uh, couldn't go back to the dorms and you couldn't do anything yeah so i went back and it just reeked up my entire fridge oh, it just it smelled like God. shit it was terrible <laughs> but yeah so uh the smell's kind of out of it now it's been like 5 years have you so, uh are you a big oat, oat milk person i like almond milk a lot okay yeah. yeah almond milk all the way we we have soy at our house yeah. jenny's always been a big soy milk person yeah. i like soy milk i've i've had some oat milk um, have you heard of that band Sundressed? Uh, I don't think so. No. Uh, they went on tour with Keep Flying and they, they're, uh, they're a band that I've had on the podcast a couple of times and, mm-hmm. uh, their lead singer is like, he should be like a spokesperson for oat milk. Oh like, my God. <laughs> he loves That's awesome. oat milk. Shout out Trevor Hedges. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, uh, there's so much, so much different, different kinds of milk out there now. Do you know what's it's like crazy. one of my favorites is, uh, have you had peanut milk before? No. Dude, uh, at Deerberg's they have uh, like chocolate peanut milk, and wow. it's it's fucking amazing. That's it's like it's like you're drinking like Reese's cups. That's wild. It's awesome. It's so <laughs> awesome. But yeah, like sweetened vanilla almond milk. Anything like whenever I tried uh, like almond milk and soy milk, like I just 
I th- it's so much better than real milk, I think. Just even like taste wise, I was like, why didn't I discover this earlier? This tastes so much better, I thought. I don't yeah. know, just completely unbiased opinion. I, I just think it tastes better. I don't know. Dude, yeah, I wish, wish I discovered it earlier. Chocolate peanut milk. Yeah. Have to try that. Yep. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what do you think about all of the, like, you know, it is pretty crazy that, because I'm vegetarian, I talk about it on the podcast all the time. And like, yeah. It's so easy now to be vegetarian because, like, there's the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. I mean, the fast food chains have, are catching on to the point now where it's like, you've got Impossible Whopper, you've got uh, White Castle Impossible Sliders, Hardee's has a Beyond Burger now. Dude, I, uh, Hardee's is the, is the best one that yes, I've had so far, dude, by I, far. It's, it's absolutely fucking insane. I actually, I really like Beyond Meat more than I like uh, Same. Impossible. But yeah, like, uh, absolutely. Because Jenny gets Beyond Meat and it's like, um, I'll cook burgers on the grill and yeah. it's like cooking a real burger. Like it, it feels it like it, it, it's really wild. It's really wild. But yeah, I had the Hardee's beyond burger last weekend. Uh, when I was on my way to play pinball, I stopped and got one. And I yep. was like, this is it's unreal. Awesome. Man. Yeah, it is unreal. Uh, there's a Hardee's down the road, like not even five minutes from my house. And me and Allie were like, we're fucked. Because <laughs> obviously, like just because something I'm putting this out there, just because something's vegan doesn't mean it's healthy. Right. Exactly. Those are God awful totally. for you. hundred percent. Those are God awful. And yeah. uh, me and Allie would buy Beyond Meat and stuff like that a lot. We ate the shit out of them just because it was really new. And like I noticed probably that in addition to me drinking a lot of beer uh, like that, I just like put on a bunch of weight. Oh, yeah. And I'm still trying to like work it off and stuff. So that sucks. But they're really good. And yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, totally. It's like uh, and I, I quickly learned like. I did lose a lot of weight when I first w- stopped eating meat, but like yeah. I quickly gained some of that back because I was, I don't always eat healthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's me just, too. I just, so it's not, it, it's partly a health thing, but it's more of a, it's more than that for right. me for sure. And I know, I'm sure it probably is for you too. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think health, uh, it started off as a health thing and then, you know, it, it transfers. You like, you learn about like all this stuff and, you know, I like to say, like, you know, I think a lot of people, they go vegan for health, but it's the ethics that keep you vegan, you know? Yeah. Cause, but ultimately, veganism is, it's a, like a philosophical or ethical position that, like, sure. you know, against the exploitation of animals as far as practically possible, you know? Yeah. So people are like, oh, like, you know, don't shove your, like, you know, dietary cho- choices of diet or whatever down my throat or whatever, like, whatever it may be, like, um, you know, vegans not it, veganism isn't a diet. It's it's an ethical position. Plant based diet, whole food plant based diet. That's a diet. You know, that's a, a style of eating. But veganism or raw or raw, yeah, or like keto or yeah, you know, okay. any of these other types of eating habits. Like you know, are those are eating habits? But veganism is is an ethical position, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. I it's uh um it, it's interesting how all this stuff is becoming almost like mainstream now. It you is. know what I mean? Like, um, how it's, it, it's, it's just wild to me because when I was younger, I, I was talking to you about that earlier that like, yeah. to be a vegetarian, you were like weird or right. it was almost this, let alone vegan. Of, yeah. Oh dude. The then, only, the then only then vegan kids. Oh yeah. You were, you were nuts. Like, yeah. The only vegan kids like really back then were you were either super hardcore hippies or you were like hardcore kids. Like you like, you know, like vegan Reich and earth crisis and Oh yeah, like, Earth Crisis. Yeah, like bands like that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah, and that was totally like it was like wow, you're really that far, right? <laughs> far into this, right? You know, um, like a lot of str- like straight edge kids and stuff. Yeah, but, it's wild. 
it's wild. It's crazy now that it's so wildly accepted. Right. Uh, but it's cool. I'm excited for it. And I love it. Like yeah. just yeah, complete normies, like completely normal people are are becoming are becoming vegan. Oh are yeah. Just like yeah, and even it's getting to the point where doctors are starting to recommend plant based diets for people like you know with health conditions and really just for, for like for anyone. It's um, it's crazy. And, and if it comes down to some people will say. Oh, I could never give up my bacon, or I could never give up eating burgers. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people will argue taste, and it's like, totally. well, now you can't really argue taste because because this stuff is crazy. This tastes just the same, if not better. Yeah. So you know, and and it's not at the expense of an animal. Totally. So it's like, why now you have the choice to that you couldn't even. I'll, I'll take people to Pizza Head. Oh yeah, Pizza Head is one of my favorite pizza joints in the city, and they have vegan pizza. Absolutely, and ve- yeah. it's all vegetarian. There's no meat, uh, but it's like New York style pizza. And um, yeah, uh, my friend Scott Sandler is actually the owner there. And, and like, yeah, me um, and Allie actually talked to him oh, the other sick. day. Like, she just went up and she was like, "Are you the owner?" And he was like, "Yeah." Like, <laughs> we just like, yeah, we're just like, this place is awesome. Yeah, dude, he's awesome. It's, yeah, he's that, the man. It's so it's yeah, that yeah. Place is awesome. Oh, dude, he could talk. He he is. Uh, he and I have talked about Buddhism and like oh all yeah kinds of stuff like that for for hours. That's awesome. Before. Like yeah, we, we he seems like he'd be kind of like a like an old like punk guy. Oh totally, too, like totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got some interesting story. He used to like uh, he was on my podcast a couple of years ago. And, yeah. Um, at one point, he told the story about how he just like um, this was for a short time in his li- in his life. He said, but like. He quit work. He was working in real estate or something like that, and he just decided he wouldn't want to do it. I can't remember what the exact. At, for some period of time, he mentioned that he just like uh, read tarot cards like on the streets in, in New York. That's as, crazy like, for like a living. Like for just that's a crazy, bit, you know. Like as in a transitional period, he was like, "Yeah, I was just kind of doing that." And like, yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like part of his story. Mad respect because now it's like anyone can really do that. I mean, obviously, it still takes a skill, and it's like an. Allie does that, and she's really, like, really, really good oh, at it. Oh, yeah. It's, okay, so the other day, uh, we had some friends over, and they were about to go out to eat. And uh, she was shut. We were playing Cards Against Humanity. And uh, <laughs> she can she has this crazy level of intuition. And um, there was this card that was stuck in the bottom of the Cards Against Humanity box. And it was saying something. It was almost something about a car accident or something like that. And Allie said to our friends, like, hey, like be careful whenever you go there's you know this this is sticking out to me something's not right like be careful and uh sure enough they went to Taco Bell and on their way back um there one of our friends lost control of the car like went into oncoming traffic and our other friend in the passenger seat had to grab the steering wheel and yank it back over oh my god and they were fine and they got back and were freaking out about it. and Allie's like I literally like I told you <laughs> that yeah I, I, and whenever she told me, she's like, I knew someone was going to have it. I was like, that, that's weird. That, it's so weird, her level yeah. of intuition. Like, Oh, dude, yeah. She, <laughs> she did, uh, I'll have to tell you about it. I'll tell you, talk to you a little bit more about it in depth sometime. But like, when we came over to your house for that Halloween party that you guys yeah. had, she gave Jenny and I a reading. Yeah. And it was like, now it's after the fact, like some of the things that she mentioned in there, like played out for sure yeah. in like our lives. You know Absolutely. what I mean? And like... um. And she actually sent me a video. Uh, yeah, video reading. Didn't a video she? reading. And yeah, dude, that was it. Was re- just really, really powerful. And I love. Yeah. Um, I love uh, all of that stuff, like tarot cards or people that um, you know. I've gotten readings from people that are like, uh, 
spiritual intuitives that are like, yeah. you know, they'll say, Hey, I, I feel like, um, I, I, they'll just kind of give you a message from like your spirit kind of not, not necessarily Almost tell, like your, your higher like self a, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Like not like fortune telling, but they can kind of like see a perspective into, Oh yeah, this is where I see you going with your life. And this is what's right. kind of happening in your life right now. And like, it's, I think it's so cool when it's the people that you don't know, like this person would never, ever know you. They, yeah. they, they've never seen your Facebook profile. They've never seen your Instagram. And like, um, they're telling you things about yourself that there's no way they would know. And yeah. that's when, you know, it's kind of like, it's oh, yeah. pretty real. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's so weird. I like, I think she has a natural gift like for intuition. Um, and I think she's going to, she might start doing it on YouTube at some point. Oh, that's cool. But, uh, I think she's kind of intimidated just from being in the public eye on YouTube like that. You never know how people are going to judge you and all that, which that's absolutely com- completely sure. valid. But at some point you just got to say, you don't fuck them. Like uh, <laughs> just do it. Dude, yeah. I've struggled with that so much. I've, I've struggled with like, what do people think? And it's, it's so, it's such a hard thing for me to get past. Like it, it yeah. really has been uh, hard and. I wish I had more of that attitude of just like, oh, well, fuck you. I don't care. Like, right. But, and part of me, it does. I, I, I would say a big part of me does. But another part of me is like, I've just always kind of wanted people to be like happy with uh, people pleasing. You know what I right. mean? I've always me wanted too. people to be happy with me. Like, I don't want anybody to disapprove. I, I want to be in good standing with everyone. But at the end of the day, it's like that that's just it's just unrealistic it's impossible like people are not going to like you sometimes just because for because of their own issues right you know because it, something from their perspective or you know they might view something you know you might not have had ill intentions or anything behind an action but someone else could view you as being an asshole for it just yeah. based off of you know assumptions or some you know incorrect perspective uh, yeah not really incorrect perspective but from their own perspective oh absolutely so. absolutely yeah and i think as i've i've gotten like more into the ideas of like letting go of judgment and like just kind of accepting people for what they are right like, there's so much more i feel better when yeah i don't judge people because i'm just like oh they just are what they are like it, it doesn't it's it's me the one who's saying that person's attractive or that person's ugly or that person's good or that person's bad. Right. It's me who's, who's like judging it somehow. It's your ego, your ego mind that, you know, that level of duality that your brain creates this, you know, the only way that your mind thinks of things is in relation to something else. All your mind is, all your mind does is compare. That's all, all of this reality that we experience right now is based on comparisons to other things. You know, we're constantly comparing things to one another, you know. Yeah, absolutely. That's all we experience is just contrast. Like, not really how things actually are. Yeah, absolutely. But so what what got you uh, into like into this kind of stuff? Um, Early. Yeah. Earlier this year um, or. okay, I'll step back. Uh, I had like severe, severe like anxiety issues and stuff like that. Like panic attack once. Yeah, there was one night the first panic attack I had. It was so bad. I I like passed out and fucking like ate shit on the ground and like because uh, I was like, you know, running out to like my parents room or whatever. And because uh, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. And like I like fell down and like slammed into their door and shit. And uh, so then after that, it just you had this like fear of like of like having another one because it feels so bad. And you're like, what the fuck happened? Like, you just don't know. 
but uh, obviously it's like you start hyperventilating because you don't know what's going on. You know, you got oxygen cut off to your brain. You, you pass out, you know. So ever since then, like I struck, like had like major anxiety issues. And uh, I think it was that was due to like, you know, relationship stuff at the time and stuff going on with my family. And uh, basically just kind of like you said, trying to please everyone and trying to make things right with everyone. And, uh, that kind of led me down the spiritual path. I was like, okay, I'm going to start like making myself better. Um, and it started off, I think, I don't even know. Cause I got into a lot of, uh, like stepping into like my, like kind of like masculine, like core, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, got into like fitness and all that. I mean, I've been into fitness for years, but like really started hitting it hard. And then they started talking about like meditation and stuff. I was like, okay, I'll try it. And whenever I was meditating, like you experience something that's kind of unexplainable. So you want to know more and, uh, you, you feel like this, like I had this one experience meditating where it's like, you feel this rush inside you and you, you almost feel like you're God. Mm -hmm. You feel, you tap into that, that God like essence inside you. And, um, I euphoric. Yeah. Kind of like, right. Highly euphoric. Your whole body's buzzing kind of. Yeah. You almost feel like you're going to explode kind of type thing. Oh, I I felt like I was, uh, like floating off of my chair like that. I felt like I was levitating. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. Yeah. It was awesome. But, uh, I know. And before that, uh, Allie had got me into, uh, like the power of now and Abraham Hicks. So I had dabbled a little bit with this and I was like, you know what? I'm going to try this stuff and try to under like, and try to better understand this. And then I read the power of now, which if, if it, you know, According to me, I guess that's the the most powerful book ever written. Yeah, dude. It really is. Um, Super powerful. Yeah. It changed my life for it sure. It changed my life for sure, too. And, um, yeah, so ever since then, I you just, you understand that, like, this reality, there's so much more um, to you, I guess. You know, you, you think that you are your thoughts and you are your body and your environment is objectively how it is. And none of those things are true. Like, I think Eckhart Tolle says, um, whenever you die, um, death is basically the stripping away of everything that is not you. Mm. So then whenever you die, you, um, you go back to your true nature, which is just pure awareness. And that's basically what you experience during meditation. And that's who you really are. And that's who everyone is. Everyone's a part of, you know, this collective consciousness or source energy or whatever. And we're all just awareness. That's it. And you can't even begin to understand it because then you would have awareness trying to understand awareness. It'd be like a knife trying to cut a knife or like a fire trying to burn fire. Or, you know, if you're a drop of water in the ocean submerged in nothing but water, how would you know that you're a part of an ocean or that you're even water in the first place? You can't discover yourself like that, your true nature. You don't know who you are, but other than just awareness and you just have to allow yourself to be awareness, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. That's those, those are all obviously just my opinions and perspectives, but yeah. Dude, dude. (laughs) I mean, that's, that's incredible. I, I completely agree. I mean, I, I think it's, it's crazy to get to that point, you know, like it, it, it is interesting to think about that we're, that we're, we're more than, than I have to remind myself of this too, that like I'm not, and, and going into things we were talking about earlier a little bit, like your identity is not your job. Like we identify ourselves with, I am an accountant. I'm an, I'm a sales guy. Right. I'm a recruiter. Right. I'm an engineer. 
It's like, and, and that, that somehow defines our place in society or our yep. status or like it defines a part of our ego. Totally. You know what I mean? We have all these different titles. I'm a husband. I'm a son. I'm a um, brother. Yeah. I'm an uncle. You know, I'm a friend. Yeah. It, it's like, and so we're not just like two dimensional, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're like multidimensional people. Absolutely. Like, I, yes. I, I struggled with that a little bit before I started my job because I was like, well, now I'm going to go to this big corporate company yeah. and like, uh, you know, kind of you. play this part. This is going to be a part right. of like my avatar, like my video right. game now. Like I'm going to like literally, I'm, you know, I, yeah, I, there's a dress code there. I wear different kinds of clothes, mm-hmm. but then I can come here and change clothes and, and like, this is a part of me too. Yeah. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that being fluid yeah. and being like, Oh, well, and then when I go home, I talk, I'm a husband and I talk differently to my wife than I would to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, and it's just kind of a, it makes things fun. Like yeah. whenever, I think whenever yeah. you realize that, like the, the single biggest thing that I realized during like my spiritual awakening, I guess, if you want to call it something fancy like that, um, is that life is it's super, your reality itself is super malleable like you really do experience what you feel inside there is there is no inside you and there is no outer world everything is a reflection of what's inside you and everything is a lot more like malleable and playful you know nothing's as yes. serious as it really is yeah. as you might, it, your your mind loves to complicate the shit out of everything oh yeah everything is it's so simple life is so simple and it's fun like it, or i at least i think it is it's way less serious because i w- have always been a really serious person i've always had a huge huge ego and i still work on that today but I think I've realized just don't take things as seriously because mm-hmm. ultimately what you think you are right now, you're so much more than that and you're here temporarily, like make the best of it and oh, have yeah. fun. And it's, it, it, yeah, it's way more fun than, and, and, and nothing is permanent. No, you know, we've, we've created these, like these ideas that like, Oh, well you should go to a job and yeah. work there for 30 years and then retire. And it's like, you don't have to do that if no. you don't want to. You can be there for a year or five years and then move on. Um, but I think it's like the illusion of stability of, oh, well, if I work here for a really long time, I'll be able to retire and right. I'll be able to take care of myself for a really long time. I get it. But like, I also want to live my life and like want yeah. to experience different things. And, and you know, it's like with this uh, opportunity that I've that I've got now, um, I'm thankful because I, I, this is what I feel like this is what I need right now in my life to like focus on my marriage and myself and, yeah. and, you know, to kind of get things to, to realign and, and like redefine and redefine myself. And I'm really taking time every morning to like wake up and do a little bit of journaling, do a little bit of meditating. And I want to come to the studio, um, down here. I'd like to come down here like three or four times a week, every week. Yeah. And whether it's by myself or with you or Jacob comes down here a lot with me. And then on Sunday, we're going to have like a bunch of people down here. Dylan's yeah. going to come through. Yeah. And and yeah. it's, that's cool to me because it's like, uh, I, I, I'm actually going through this, like, um, I'm in a coaching group, like a men's coaching group and, Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I'll send you a link to it if you're interested. Like Sick, it's, yeah. it's like a subscription yeah. thing. Okay. Um, but it's Mike Kitko. I think you met him at one of my shows or that, or that, that thing in Edwardsville. 
Oh yeah, was it him and his wife? Yeah, he, was he like ex like military guy, right? Yeah, yeah, ex yeah. Marine Corps. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we're talking about like purpose and like what are the things you know? At the beginning of the year, I kind of just figure out like maybe I want to set some intentions on what I want to do, how I want my life to look. Totally. Just like your vision, and I'm like, I want to come down here three to four times a week. I want to exercise three or four times a week, and like um, you know, that's that's really. I, I really just want to spend time with my friends and create and make music and play video games and like do the things that I enjoy in life. Exactly. And, and I don't think there's, there's not a shred of, uh, you know, if I were to say what I'm saying, like back in the seventies or eighties, yeah, people would be like, you're a weirdo dude. Yeah. Like, especially in Illinois, you know, in like yeah. the St. Louis area. Cause everybody, you know, the generation before us, the boomers or the Gen Y, like you had a job. Okay, boomer. <laughs> okay, boomer. <laughs> you went to school, you got a job, you yeah. made money, you had a family, and that was it. it exactly. There was no talk of pursuing your dreams. Everything or, was so or, structured and yeah. so serious. Yeah. And so just like, this is how reality is. And you know what's funny? If you tell yourself that that's how reality is, then you're goddamn right that's how reality yeah. is. In but your if you mind it is, yeah. Exactly. And that's the type of reality that you're going to experience. If you tell yourself, like, I have to do this job because I have to pay the bills because I have to do this because I have to do that. And, that, and, and I have to save for retirement. It sucks. And I'm on my then, feet all day. Right, right. Then that's exactly the life that you're going to experience. But if you hold yourself to, like, the standards, like, I, I want to do what I'm passionate about. I, you know, I either want to start a business or I want to, like, play music or I want to do, like, do all of these things you'll find a way to incorporate those things into your life and it'll, it'll all work out. It, it just will. You just have to basically allow the space in your life and the space in your mind to allow those things to come in. And dude, I, yeah. I, I can, com- I completely agree. I, I going along with what you were saying about the structure and like the way think things are playing out the way that you want them to. Um, I totally agree with you there. And I, something that I've experienced since I'm going through this big change, like, my life, I was very much in control of what I was doing before, like my time uh-huh. of when I when I worked, how much I worked, like all that stuff. And now, you know, I have a job. I need to be there mm-hmm. at a certain time. Um, you know, there is some flexibility of when I can be there. And I, I do have the ability to tell them, like, hey, I'm not coming in today. Like, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. get paid, but, like, I can't do that. And um, so it's like, so there is a little bit of flexibility, but it's like, uh, I'm learning to just like what it means to go to not resist, mm-hmm. like to just say, yep. uh, when I wake up in the morning, um, I do, I do hit the snooze once or twice in the morning and I, yeah. I set my alarm to it. Like, I'm like, so bad at that. <laughs> it's hard. My, dude. my alarm goes off at six 30 and I didn't roll out of bed until like seven 45 this morning. <laughs> it just basically put some clothes on and went to work. Cause like I showered like last night. I'm, you know, I'm not disgusting. Sure. I shower, but you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 but it, it's hard. It's hard. It is. But it's not, it's not because like, I'm like dreading going to work. I never dread like going to work. It just kind of is how it is. Is it like, would I rather be doing other shit? Absolutely. Yes, like, me too. But, yeah. but then I just go home and like, I've got like my side, like side hustle going and like yeah. shit that are starting like my side hustle. And I just like pour myself into that and pour myself into myself on, on uh, whenever I'm at home and, I, I really I'm just gonna I'm just gonna follow that and see what happens and just keep keep trucking keep doing what I'm doing and dude I I think, yeah I think the problem was for me when I was younger was like I would just come home and I wouldn't do anything I would mm-hmm. just 
play video games, which there's nothing wrong with that. I, I have video games here. Like, Oh, yeah. I still play video games sometimes, too. That's what the majority of my time would be spent doing was just, like, working, coming home. Jenny and I would maybe have dinner, and I would, like, then just drink beer and play Call of Duty all the time. Oh, and yeah. Like, yep. I wasn't doing a lot of things productive in my own life or really thinking about... What do I want to create? What, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to do a band. I don't want to do this. I don't want yeah. to do that. I wasn't really applying myself. I'm like, definitely. I think it's because a lot of people just think that their career and what they spend their uh, eight hours a day doing, that's it. Yeah. And, and then, you don't have time for anything else. Yeah. No. But I, re- I really think you do. I really think that, like, I, I agree. Everyone, but, you know, um, even like I, like, I feel like you'll get to an age whenever you're like older i think keep your passions alive and stuff like that whenever you're young and don't lose touch with them because like as you get older at least i i you know like even my parents or my grandma or whatever like they they don't even know what to what mm-hmm. they love or what to do with themselves because i think it's just it's just kind of been so long yeah um since they've they've kind of done that obviously like my mom was a stay-at-home mom and um was really like absor- absorbed in being a mom and that's what that's what she did you know uh, but now it's to the point, you know, I'm 24 and my brother's 21 and, uh, we're like, or my brother still lives at home, but we're getting older and stuff, you know, and she just doesn't know like what to do with her time. And, uh, so basically what I'm saying is just like, find something, find the shit you like whenever you're younger, whatever, you're never too old for a hobby and just like love it and do it with all your heart, regardless of, you know, whatever might come of it. And, Dude, absolutely. I, yeah. I couldn't agree with you more, and I, I I did like lose track of my passions. Like I didn't play music for yeah, I didn't play music a, a guitar for like eight years, you know. Right. And um, when I started playing again, when Corey and I started playing, like uh, when we started, why not? It was like, oh wow, I forgot how much I love this. This is actually really fun, and it's uh-huh. it's fun to jump around and um, play music and just like kind of scream your guts out and absolutely make noise. It's just like, and it's something that makes me feel alive. It's something that excites me. And I had thought that it was a waste. I, I had thought, well, why would I do that? That's not going to make me any money. It's not going to really mean anything. I had the same mentality. And, and, uh, do you know Alan Watts, the philosopher? Dude, I was I've been listening to Alan Watts today. Oh hell yeah, dude! Yeah, dude, that's crazy. Yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> uh, he talks about yes on uh, it's probably on Apple Music too, but it's there's this guy called his name on um, Spotify is Most Fear, and it's like every other uh, letter is a capital. Okay, and, and he did this. He put this Alan Watts lecture. Uh, behind this, like, really atmospheric, like, ambient, uh, ambient, like, music. Yeah. You know, um, and I listen to it when I go running, and he talks about Alan Watts saying, like, why do you play music? There there should be no other reason to play music other than you enjoy playing music. If you get paid for it, then great. Right. But at the minute that it becomes, uh, he, the, actually, the example that he, he uh uses is making clothes <laughs> like yeah you make yeah. clothes because you love to make clothes but then all of a sudden whenever you're when does becoming when does you start making money making those clothes when does making clothes become making money and then yes. you start sacrificing the quality or the design absolutely and you start outsourcing to make all these shirts like for a cheaper so you know yeah how, and how you can let that consume you and i fell into that where it was like i was literally doing treehouse starting out just because I wanted to help people connect. And that was like, that was when it was like tons of people were coming. And then when I quit my job to try to start do it for making money, mm-hmm. it was like, 
I was still making it, but it was like, it became this thing where it was like, oh, now I'm doing this to get paid. And this is a different story. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is weird. This is like, uh, my motivations became different. My intentions were like, got all blurry because it was like, am I doing this because I want to, or am I doing right. this because I need to, to make money, you know? Right. Cause you have to live. You do. You got to eat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Alan Watts said one thing that I heard him say today, he's like, we live in a society that is focused on the symbols of wealth, but not the wealth itself. You know, you like he, I think he gave an example, like you go to the grocery store and you buy food and you're like, fuck, I just spent $50. But but you obtained food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the real wealth is the food, not the paper that you just right, gave away. Right. So I think going off of what you're saying is when does the wealth, when does your focus go from the actual wealth itself to the symbol of wealth that yeah. you acquire? Yeah. But I, and I think one thing might be to like keep your focus on on the wealth itself. And not let the symbols of wealth, you know, the symbols of wealth, like money is a symbol of wealth and the money will come, but I think you have to not get identified with the money really. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think the more you're focused on the wealth itself, the more money will come. Yeah. It's, it's kind of paradoxical like that, I guess. Yeah. The more that you're focused on, Oh wow, I have food. Like Jenny and I, uh, we always like, she'll always be like, Oh my God, this fridge is so full. And I'll be like, that's something to be super thankful for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and Allie was saying the exact same thing as I walked out the door uh, today. It was just like how full our fridge was. And it, 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 yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's such a good thing. It's such, I'm thankful. I'm grateful. And, and uh, I, I agree, man. I was just actually having this conversation earlier today with some guys that I work with. And I was saying like, what is wealth really? Like is wealth a million dollars? Like, yeah. Or is, or am I wealthy? if I have $50,000 because, right. um, and, and the other guy was saying like, it's basically comes down to like contentment, you know, like, like if I'm content, if I say, Oh, well, $50,000 is more than what I need. Like this is actually really works for me. Like this pays my mortgage, um, helps me save a little bit. You know, if you can be content with that, yeah, then whatever excess of that doesn't really matter what if you have that, it's not going to make you feel that much better. But then I'm sure yeah. that there, I know people, I know people that make hundreds of thousands of dollars and they'll tell you, they've told me before it, it doesn't really matter to me. Like no. it doesn't really make me feel any better. If anything, it's just like, no, if anything, some, a lot, a lot of people have told me that it complicates things for them sometimes because it's yeah. like, well now I'm like <laughs> reached this level and I can't really, you can't really go back down after that. You know, like yeah. it's, it's really, really, uh, it's a really interesting thing how much that number that's in our bank account all the time, like fucks with us all. Oh like, yeah. It definitely, you know? it definitely messes with me. Like it's, it's just, it, it been ingrained in my head that like, you know, like being frugal with your money and not spending your money. And like, it's almost, me it's too. a fault to me because, um, I would resist spending money so much that I wouldn't do things that were maybe fun or things that I cared about or like, I don't know. And I think it comes down to just a, like viewing a lack of like abundance, that type mm-hmm. of thing. Like I'm, I'm not saying go out and blow all of your money, but at the same time, like if you are going to spend money on something you care about, don't beat yourself up for it. Oh yeah, dude, dude. And what's crazy to me is there's been times where I have been extremely 
like broke. Um, even even fairly, not not on a grand on a grand scale. Like you know, because Jenny and I have like money saved and stuff like that. But like, there's been times where I've like I, with business where I've been like, how am I going to make it through these next few days? Like you know, and yep. I I don't have any money. Like I know that certain things are going to be debited out of my account from my auto payments, or yep. you know, mm-hmm. and like I don't know how I'm going to make enough between now and then to cover that payment that's going to be debited out. You know. And, yeah. uh, it's like, it's, it's really easy to get wrapped up in that and, and it would either work out magically, you know, it mm-hmm. always worked out. Something always came through at the last minute or I was able to move enough around to like make it happen or little things like, uh, when I haven't had money, I've noticed that like, oh, uh, you know, I've always had, fo- I've always had food to bring or like sometimes I'd be walking in and I'd be like, uh, to the the barbershop where I'd be like, you know, I'm kind of craving a donut. And I'd walk into the barbershop and there'd be like, somebody would have brought, will have brought in donuts uh-huh. for everybody. You know, where I'd be like, yep. oh, I really hope that I, uh, you know, I really want to go to this restaurant or whatever. And then Jenny would maybe text me out of the blue, like, hey, there's uh, coupons for like a free sliders, uh, impossible sliders at White Castle or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like she'd, um, and it's funny how that stuff always kind of falls in your lap when you need it the most. It does. Like, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I agree, man. It's something that I struggle with and I, I always struggle with feeling like I don't have enough. But as I look back at my life, I've always had, I've always been fortunate enough to have mm-hmm. everything I needed exactly when I needed it. Exactly. And, and that is like, you know, it's, it's almost like ingrained in us at a younger age, but you you should want a Nintendo Switch. You should want this. Yeah. You should want this big screen TV. Yeah. And like the media and us comparing ourselves to other people, like right. you were saying earlier, like causes us to want that shit. Right. Yeah. Buying buying shit just as a status symbol or just um to you know look better than someone else or you know. That shit's fucking stupid. I'm sorry. And it's weird. But. <laughs> it's, it's it's weird. It's like we all kind of fall prey to it sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I really, like, I'm not going to say, like, I'm perfect with that, but it. I, I try my best, and I really do feel like everything that I own is because I really enjoy it. Like, yeah. I don't, it, it's, it's just stuff that I really enjoy. It's not, um... It's not, you know, to keep up with the Joneses or whatever the fuck. Like, I would agree know. with that with me, too. Like, I don't, I don't really have a lot of stuff that I, uh, like, you know, I, I yeah, I do want to get some video games and stuff like that. But that's stuff that I enjoy. It's not yeah. because, I, because I want it because somebody else has it. It's like, right. Um, and and I, I have to think about that a lot for uh, this, this studio and my office that I had, both of those places that like I paid rent every month. And it was like, mm-hmm. um, sometimes it's easy to be like, Oh God, I gotta, I gotta pay the rent. Shit. Like, I wish I didn't have to do this, but like, then I would think about how much use I get out of this space and yep. how valuable it is to me. That's actually a bargain. When you think about like, you know, if I, for what I pay for this studio and how often I come down here and use it oh yeah, and how it's soundproof and it's secure and, you don't, if, if I had to, uh, if we had to haul our gear into a church basement every, <laughs> every time oh, we wanted yeah. to practice, like we, I used to when I was a kid, Oh wow. like, yeah. you know, I would, 
I would wouldn't I don't want that. So yeah, <laughs> the, no. this place saves me that trouble. You know, so it's like a yeah. This is great. It's yeah. a cool. Uh, it's it's an interesting thing. It's all it's all like in how you think about it. You know, yeah. in my office, I would be like, oh my god, I'm so thankful I have this place to come every day because it's like such. It's just it was perfect for me for me in my situation at the time. You know, yeah. Um, but it's all a matter of how you look at it for sure. Yeah. Um. Well, dude, you mentioned you mentioned uh, your side hustle. Tell me a little bit. I know you've got like you guys, have, you and Allie have been doing like um, videos, like YouTube videos yeah. now. You got like a bunch of stuff going with that. Yeah, I think it's really cool. To I guess see uh, you doing I'll that. I'll start and like tell the story like from the beginning, like how this all came about. So like uh, end of 2017, like I was just uh, kind of riffing around on guitar, and uh, it all this riff that I came up with isn't even a song that I have. It was just, um, it was just a really cool riff and a really like cool vibe that I wanted to work with. And I was like, that, that's really cool. So I, uh, kind of got on a songwriting kick and, and, uh, wrote, um, songs that kind that sounded like that, uh, kind of like emo, kind of punk, kind of pop punk, kind of, you know, uh, that type of style. And, um, I've been writing songs like that for a while. And then I was like, I really want to like play shows and, uh, do that type of thing. But, uh, I couldn't really like find a band to do it with. Um, and I was like, Oh, you know, I'll just kind of start playing some shows. And, um, I was like, but what am I going to name this project? And, um, I was like, Oh, like, uh, left out's pretty cool. I think, yeah, my, uh, no, I, I thought of the name cause, uh, my uncle, I used to play baseball and he would always be like, uh, I played left field and, uh, he'd be like, Oh yeah, you play left out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so I was like, that's, that's a, a dope ass name. And, uh, it, it kind of represents a lot of like how I felt kind of like throughout my life. I never really, I was never really like a weird kid, but like I never, I just kind of didn't find, I just kind of didn't find my place, you know? Um, so it just kind of represented the songs, represented the music and everything really well. And, uh, Allie was like, why don't you leave out the E? So it was just L-F-T-O-U-T. And I was just like, that's sick. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. And uh, so I kind of started writing and playing songs under that name. Uh, and, like, I've recorded a couple songs and released songs. And uh, then we – so whenever I'd play shows, I was like, oh, we need to, we should donate uh, money to something. Like, I don't I don't need the money. Um, and I think it would be good to, uh, to donate to a cause. So we uh, – got the money together just from playing shows. And I also had some stickers made and, and you know, if you, if you want a sticker, just donate any money. It, it doesn't matter. Um, and then we took that money and donated it to gentle barn, uh, in Missouri, which is a farm sanctuary. Um, and we donated the money to one cow in particular named Johnny cash, just cause like Johnny cash is sick. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it, it just, that cow just kind of spoke to us and, uh, we raised the money and then pitched in our Christmas money to, uh, sponsor him for a whole year. So like, that's like food, toys, oh, wow. all, that's all, awesome. all that shit. And, uh, that's, I didn't it, it realize just felt, it was a whole year. Yeah. That's yeah. Sick. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so we did that and, uh, that was really cool. We just went through the other weekend and yeah, the gentle barn shout out to you guys. You guys are awesome. Uh, you guys are really doing like an amazing cause and. Yeah, so, uh, I went. Me and Allie went there a couple weeks ago, and it definitely is one of the coolest places I've been in my life. Like, Hell yeah, man! Um, but so somewhere before that, 
like right around the time I had my first show, I was watching uh, this YouTuber named Steffi Lee. Have you heard of her before? No. Uh, she's like uh, kind of like nomadic lifestyle, like hippie chick. Uh, but she has uh, cystic fibrosis. Okay. So um, it's it really interesting just her perspective on everything because like she was expected to have like a shortened lifespan. She wasn't expected to live past her 30s. But what's really cool is she's got um, – there's a drug out now that's, uh, you know, like – really helping out with cystic fibrosis. So her lifespan has just been increased by a shitload, which is awesome. But anyways, uh, she just mentioned something about selling merch, uh, like on her page and it looked, and it looked really good. And she set up a website and just something about it sparked something in my head. And I was like, Holy shit, I need to, we need to start a brand. We need to start like a clothing brand. That'd be fucking awesome. And I always liked the idea of like entrepreneurship and starting a business and that type of thing. But I didn't really know what I wanted to do or what, uh, what really resonated and I was like, Oh, you know, I, I have always loved band merch. I mean, I'm wearing yeah band merch right oh, now. Me too. I've always loved band t-shirts. Yeah. Shout out to can't swim and keep flying, keep flying <laughs> baby. Gotta have that. Keep flying, baby. Yep. <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> Those are my homies. Oh yeah. Can't swim too. They've been on strange house one time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. At so what music fest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, can't, they're so good. Uh, I've seen them. I think like two or three times and uh they were just on tour with uh Beartooth, I Prevail and A Day to Remember. Oh sick. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they were on that tour. Yeah. Yeah, dude, they I I uh saw them play I think it was before that EP even came yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, it was like they were a pretty new band and like I think I saw them with Home cool. Safe at one time. Uh or movements. Uh, Might have been movements. Bought, have mercy? I don't know if I saw them with that, Have Mercy. They were on tour with Boston Manor and Have Mercy for... Uh, oh. oh, I don't think that came to St. Louis, though. Oh, okay. I went and saw it in Kansas City. Nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Keep Flying, dude. It, keep Flying is going on tour. No, I didn't mean to de- derail your story. But, no, dude. I, uh, you're good. We'll, we'll, we'll bring it back. We'll, we'll bring it back, yeah. Keep Flying is going on tour with Real Big Fish and Big D in the Kids Table. Oh, Jesus. That's crazy. Dude, like, all, like, it's probably 10 dates like down the East Coast. Damn. And I'm like, dude, yes. Like, that is fucking sick, man. Like, yeah. they're going to, like, oh, dude, that is just, I wish that was... That they were coming through St. Louis, but they're not. But that is just going to be a radical tour. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think I'd seen they were playing dates with like Home Safe and Stores So Far because like, I'd never heard okay. of Keep Flying until you played with them at yes. uh, uh, Sinkhole. Yeah. Keep Flying played with, uh, they did a full US tour with Home Safe and. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, Kayak Jones, right? Yeah. Kayak Jones. Kayak Jones is fucking awesome too. Young Culture. Have you heard Young Culture? I've heard of them, but I haven't heard them before. Uh, they were really good. I, I've heard they they just signed to Equal Vision. Records, oh, nice! And they, yeah, they have a really cool EP out now. And there was one more band on that tour, wasn't there? Like Home Safe, Young Culture, Kayak Jones. I don't know. Maybe there wasn't. I think it might have been just a, uh, a four. Yeah, four bands. Yeah, four band it, it was a good tour. Whoever it was, or, or like that. I and it did. They didn't come through St. Louis yeah. again, dude. Like, I, I, what is it with bands never coming through St. Louis? I think it's a couple things. I, I think, know like A and B list cities and that type of thing, but yeah. you would think that St. Louis would at least be a B list city. Like, I think a, a it has a reputation for bands getting their gear stolen here. Oh yeah, Seaway and B. Sorry guys. Oh dude, tons <laughs> of bands, tons of bands have gotten their gear yeah. stolen here. And then B, I think um, bands don't not like especially younger uh, like up and coming bands. They don't always do well here because people just don't go to shows. I yeah. feel like, um, yeah, 
uh, especially if you're like starting out and you're touring all the time, like just people don't go to shows until you're like big, big, like people wouldn't go like the, the normal person doesn't just like say, Hey, I'm going to go to a show tonight on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Night. No, you know what I mean? Like, no. And, and people in like Dallas in bigger cities, they do that. They're like, Oh, I don't know any of the bands, but I'll go to a show tonight. Like, yeah. or I maybe know one band on the bill. But I'll go see all these other local bands. I think that like, like, people around don't here have much of a scene here. You know no, I mean? and people, I think they just don't really like. People don't care about real like real music like that. Not to sound like that old like you know metal or punk gatekeeper dude, but uh, you know, like, people don't fucking like real music anymore. Stupid fucking kids. You know, like I don't know. Um, but it, it's kind of true. Like you know, it's it's kind of an effort to like go out to a show to see bands that you don't know. Yeah. Um, totally an effort. And like actually pay attention to the bands and stuff like going to a show is way different than going out to a club and drinking. Oh and, yeah. And that's, and that's just, that's just what people are into now. Um, background music at a club while they're yeah. drinking and socializing, oh, dude. you know? And when I, w- when I, I feel like when I was younger, it was more like the other way. It was like, people would go to shows. You, yeah. uh, we would go to shows. We'd say, Hey, who's playing at the creepy, t- creepy crawl tonight. We'd look at who was playing. We're like, Oh, we don't know who it is, but it's a bunch of punk bands. Maybe we heard of one of the bands, but it's like local. Yeah. And we'd go and we'd watch them. Where play. was the creepy crawl at again? It was on, it was at like Tucker and Washington. Like, it was in that. Uh, this, oh, okay. It's like a, now there's like an Asian restaurant in there. Gotcha. Uh, but it, it was in that building and that's that name um, is punk as fuck. Oh dude. <laughs> that venue was punk as fuck, dude. It sounds like, like it. One time and it, it improved it went through uh ups and downs. It went through times where it was like a little cleaner and nicer and then it went through times where it was like really in bad shape. I remember one time I just saw like one of the first times I was there, they had this room in the back that was kinda like a green room, but it yeah. really just had like a a, a rotten couch and like um i mean there was graffiti everywhere and like yeah. i saw this just a rat g- run across oh the my floor, god like on the wall and i was like oh my god this place is wild and uh yeah um yeah it was it was, i saw some really really good shows there though nice. i played some really good shows there too that's awesome um but yeah i would try to go out and and see shows like because it was like you know, I I would I don't know. I like to watch music. And yeah. I saw a really cool band one time. We didn't know who who all these other bands were, but we had heard of maybe one band on the bill. And it was a tour, but we didn't know. We we knew maybe one band, and we knew maybe one song by him. Right. And we went and we saw this really cool band that opened up for them called the Commercials. Okay. And they were like this punk band that they dude they put on an amazing show. They rocked out. They they had a bunch of tattoos. And I remember the lead singer was this. Um, they actually, they had three guys um, that that sang. They were a four-piece band. And the, okay. the three guys that played bass and guitar all sang. Yeah. And the lead guy, they kind of had this nerd rock look to them. Two of the guys had, like, those black uh, rim glasses. Yeah. And um, the lead guy had, like, a, a LeBray piercing and, like, a, a nose piercing. And I, I just thought oh, that shit. was, like, so hardcore at yeah. the time. Uh-huh. But, they, but they, like... Um, uh, I actually had that piercing for a little while, but like they they played just this like melodic punk rock and like they just killed it and they rocked out and I was blown away by them and like that's um, awesome and it was a place it was like that was how you met people back in the day yeah like that's how you met like minded people I remember there were a couple of girls that were like there that we talked to and um, became friends with them and uh, 
it was like that's how you met people. Now it's like you meet people online and yeah. you know you communicate online. So yeah. it's it's not so much of a oh I'm going to go out and meet like minded people. Right. I've really been trying to. I, I wish that I was I was more involved in like a scene around here. You know, like uh, even just any type of like punk bars or anything like that to like go to because I don't know like very many people that are that are into this type of stuff. Sure. Now, so yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah, but. dude. Well, I mean, we're gonna we're I I think with some of the things that we're creating and that we've been some of the ideas that we have swirling around, yeah. like hopefully we'll be able to create something like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I would, I always thought it would be cool to own a venue or a bar. It would like, and, yeah. Cause I, I think you can do so much like the heavy anchor does a good job of like, they have programming, like they yeah. have they have a venue. So they have music, they have comedy, they have, uh, sometimes they play movies, uh, oh, on okay. the screen, you yeah. know? So like they have some kind they have trivia nights and stuff like that. And right. I always thought it would be cool to own a place that, you know, and of course they serve alcohol, they're a bar too. So like, um, but it's cool. It'd be cool to be able to do programming like that. Yeah. Yeah, it would. Well, dude, um, I haven't even said this yet, but I'm stoked that you're, that you're going to be playing with Wes Hoffman dude, and friends same, this year. Same. <laughs> same. We didn't even like, uh, yeah, I touch so on stoked that, on that. yeah, I'm stoked that you're here and, um, yeah, our, likewise, man. I mean, now we've, we've worked on a couple songs a couple times and, uh, I think everybody, I love that, like, my band, uh, this this band, um, Wes Hoffman and Friends, uh, you know, it was, it, people were calling it, well, I, it was Wes Hoffman Positive Punk, and then everybody just called it, started calling it Positive Punk. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yep. that's not the name of the band necessarily, so yeah. I, yeah. I'm rebranding it a little bit to Wes yeah. Hoffman and Friends. Yeah. But, like, um, I'm really excited that, like, that's that's really what I feel like it is, is it's me and my friends playing music, and... um Yep. Absolutely. I, I love writing songs. I love creating songs. And you're, you know, you've got your project and, um, yeah. has, has retinue. <laughs> just, <laughs> Justin has a bunch of different projects of his own that he's working on with like, um, creating YouTube videos and his wife has a band. And so everybody's doing their own thing, you know, but right. I think it's cool. I always loved that about playing in a band was the friendship aspect of yeah. it, you know, and, yeah. and that was really, really, cool to me and i wanted to keep that going and we had been thinking about adding another guitarist for a while because a lot of the stuff i record all the songs on garage band yeah and every song has two guitars in it now you know i i'm over i basically have a lead and a rhythm or like you know two leads going or like a you know i have a bunch of different guitar tracks on my recording so right um, we had been talking about it for a while and i know that you had been looking to to play in a band again so i yeah. think it just like it's gonna be so perfectly. refreshing yeah to be playing music <laughs> like that again i mean like i did those couple of shows but it was like me with like my telecaster with like a kind of soft and spacey sound it's just it's different than, than playing with guys in a punk band oh so. yeah dude and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna jump around we're gonna make it a show like how, oh, how yeah. we always have we're gonna really put together a good set and a good show and um yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that too and We've got some plans to record this year, and um, yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm actually really just—I'm um, thankful for you as my friend, dude. Likewise, <laughs> thankful for you too. Dude. I love you, brother. Love you too. <laughs> I mean, it's so cool. It's so cool that we're. This is how I'm doing the podcast now. Is just kind of like, yeah, I getting my friends around and yeah, having a conversation. Yep. 
I I love that. I love that as well. Cool, dude. Well, uh, if people, if you're, if you know, the people that are listening, how can if they want to follow your brand or they want to follow you? You also do drone photography. Uh, a little, a little bit. bit. I haven't done that. I haven't done photography in a while. Um, but that was on my uh, my main Instagram page uh, at uh, J Wayner J W E H N E R ninety five, um, and then uh, my clothing brand is uh, at uh, Left Out Apparel Co. L F T O U T Apparel Co. And um, then it, the music's Left Out Emo. Yeah, the music okay. is Left Out Emo. L F T O U T Emo. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so with the the brand, I should be. Uh, I've been working with uh, an artist named Tracy Hutton, and uh, he is dude, he's did so my, he he's did so the fucking Hoffman good. thing. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, that's how I had heard of him. Um, I just reached out to him about uh, doing a design because I, you know, I went to your your uh, Positive Punk show, and uh, he had an art display there. And yeah, I met up with him the other day. He's like super super cool dude. Oh, like, great dude. Yeah, yeah, and dude, he's got like some amazing designs. Um, so yeah, I'm working on getting the website up right now, and then I'll have uh, have some beanies for sale out there, um, and then the big drop uh, will be coming in the spring. Hell yeah! Um, I was, you know, at least uh, I'm thinking two shirts uh, and a hat. I'm, I'm going to try and do some socks, but I mean, no, no commitment yet. But I've got I've got designs for shirts. Um, I'm probably going to do uh, the same design in black and white, and then I'm going to do a long, uh, long sleeve. I'm weird because me and Allie are, uh, uh, I guess, or we're, we're doing this thing together, so we're partners. Yeah. Hell yeah! And uh, yeah, so that's awesome, man. I'm excited to fun. see it. Yeah, I, dude, I'm so excited to just like launch the thing, just like and just see what happens. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> the designs are good, man. I I love Dude, I, that design same. that you showed me. I loved it. Same, yeah. I, Tracy did an absolutely like fantastic job with it, and I'm super, yeah, super Hell happy yeah. with it. So. Dude, I'm I'm just I'm thankful for you. I know Jenny and I both have said we're we're thankful for you and Allie both as friends, and yeah, um, I'm so glad that you're playing in this band. And I know Jacob, yeah, me too. Jacob and uh, and Hez both feel the same, and it's it's just really cool. It was re- really really serendipitous how we met at Dylan and Steven had that uh they were playing a show at Stagger Inn. Yep. Yeah. And I showed up. Um I go to all of Dylan's shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yep. I, if Dylan's doing anything, Dylan and Steven, if they're doing anything, I'm pretty much down to Oh, that. absolutely. And uh absolutely. um I remember sitting there talking to you and talking to Allie and I and then afterwards like you met, said some I posted something on Facebook and you were like, hey have you ever heard of the law of attraction and like that's something that I had <laughs> yeah. been way into already yeah. as well. And, and so it was very, uh, I had, it's so funny how when you start getting into things like law of attraction or certain kinds of music that you gravitate and you attract other people in your life that are you into do. those same things. Yep. Yeah. It's, you're always, you're always attracting. Yeah. Like it's, it's so crazy, but it's just a matter of like, are you consciously attracting or not? You yeah. Know? Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's super so true. weird, super so weird true. concept. And I, I, I can now I know that I've attracted, um, I don't even want to call them negative, but I've attracted experiences into my life that have not been pleasant because of the way that I felt within. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. been times where I, you, I'll feel scarcity, and then and I'll be like that feeling of like, oh my god, how is this going to work out? And then all of a sudden, you walk out to a parking ticket on your, uh, yeah on your car or you get a flat tire or something that costs you more money because you're already in that feeling of scarcity. It's like 
more bad things happen. And um, now, I, and I've known that that is happening, and I just didn't know how to pull myself out of it. But, uh-huh. um, uh, it's a crazy thing, man. I think it's cool that you're like, you know, um, we're, we're definitely, there's like an age gap between us, but like, yeah. I think it's cool to see that you're into this stuff at the age that you are and I am in the age that I am at yeah. and kind of see the different things that we're experiencing at different points in our lives is really, really interesting. It is interesting. Like, yeah, us, yeah, being different ages, but really like being on the same page. Like, Absolutely. Just, Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause like, I feel like even just like with people my age or people like younger than me or older than me, it's, it's hard to find people that are on the same page as you in general. Oh yeah, man. And I would, I would say, even though I'm going to be 37 years old this year, like even though that's that's my age, I don't feel what I thought that would feel like. I, right. In my mind, I feel like when I was actually like 27, 28, and I'm working a full time job, um, I had gained a little bit of weight. I've I've like had more of that mindset of like things need to be structured and this is yeah. how it should be. Yeah. And um, I remember feeling very old back then, like always, just always tired, always worn down, always mm. kind of like. And now I I I don't feel that way. I mean, I go to work and I'm at work for yeah, that's awesome. Eight nine hours sometimes, but like I don't feel like. Uh, I feel like I have a lot of energy still. I feel like yeah. there's... And I think it's... That's good. I think part of it is I do things that keep me young, like play music and um, play pinball and, and... Totally. Jenny and I, last Sunday, we just went to the park and played Frisbee for like an hour. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I yep. was like, L- this is fun, you know what I mean? And and uh, I think it's the, the idea that we need to be adults and yeah. that you shouldn't do stuff like that because like, that's not what adults do. Like, yeah, it's all just like societal constructs, you know, totally. but, um, it makes people feel old because it really, it does. Yeah. I shouldn't be playing Frisbee in the park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even like now that like, I, I have a full time job and like, you know, like I have, it's even just like, I have my, like my own benefits, my own yeah. oh, benefits on insurance, on, like all that shit's like, fuck, <laughs> Make, it makes me feel old, but at the same time I do all this other stuff that like, yeah, keeps me, I mean, I, I think about it like I, I'm still really like just a kid, like, oh, hell yeah, man, it's, yeah, I, I, I feel very much the same, I know I have a lot of responsibilities, you got to pay your mortgage, you got to provide for yourself, but like, I'm also doing things that make me feel good and that um, right. make me that I feel like keep me young and um, yeah, it's exciting and traveling and doing all this. I'm going to Colorado not next week but the week after and yeah, I'm really I haven't been to Colorado in, in ten years. I've been to Colorado. Oh wow, is that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> 2010. So um, I'm really excited about that and and um, yeah, man. I guess we'll be back with more. Um, I I talked. I told the guys this. Um, Justin and Hez. Yeah. Because Jacob, or Justin and Hez, Jacob and Hez, uh, <laughs> the first, I did a one episode of this by myself, and then I had them come on. And, okay. Uh, we did an episode that was just us laughing and talking about stuff. It went a little deep, but yeah. it was just us kind of reminiscing and talking about stuff for like an hour. And then That's Jacob awesome. and I did an episode, and now you're doing an episode, and then we're going to all do an episode again. They're going to be back, and Dylan's going to be here on Sunday. So, like... I really yeah. want a cast of like recurring characters. Oh like, yeah. Oh, Sick. you know, Hey, is Johnny on this one? So like, I want this to become kind of like a regular, I mean, we might not go an hour and 10 minutes like we are this time. Right, but, right, right. But like, 
it would be cool to do a 30 minute podcast once in a while, you know, when we, Oh, totally. If you come down here and, and we hang out like this, I think that would be really cool to do. And yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. I love I, this. I this, literally this awesome. want it to be Wes Hoffman and friends. So like I'm always on, sometimes you're on, sometimes you and Jacob are on. Sometimes it's just me and you. Sometimes it's just me and Jacob. Sometimes it's just me and Hez. Yep. Sometimes it's just me and Dylan. Sometimes it's all of us. Yeah. I really want it to be yeah. like, Who's Wes hanging out with this week? Yeah, kind of type thing. You totally. Know what I mean? Like, yeah, and not. It doesn't have to be talk showy. It, it doesn't have to even feel like a show. It's just like, this is what I feel like we would talk about if we didn't oh, have yeah. mics in front of us. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So, yeah, yeah. I just, I think it's just really good to like, uh, ex, like express your true selves to each other and to really and just to the internet or whatever just to other people other people that are listening and other people that might resonate with you at your core it, it that's just that's just cool as hell i think oh dude oh i i completely agree i think um that sharing your true self with other people um especially your friends like yeah that builds like intimacy you know what i mean right. and it builds like trust and i think uh, that's you and I have always been that way since the beginning. I feel like there's, there has, yeah, we both like punk rock and pop punk and bands and stuff like that. Yeah. But like our, our, we've always had, we haven't been friends for super long, but we've been very close. I feel like close, like deep. The things we talk about are very deep. You totally. Know what I mean, and I, I yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. I like that too. I, I, yeah, I love like, I love going deep. I love getting the, getting the deep conversations and yeah, me too. Awesome, man. Well, uh, everybody, we'll see you next time. Make sure to check out Johnny and the different stuff that he's doing. But this is uh, this is the first time, but it won't be the last time. Yep, absolutely. Okay.